Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm only happy when it rains. Good evening, good day, <laughs> good morning, whatever it is, Tom, you is. listen to this. Hey. Hey. <laughs> the weekend is upon us. Yay. Well, it's the weekend as we record this, so. Yeah. Welcome back, gang. People. Folks. You okay? I'm okay. If you, we might have a guest tonight. <laughs> Carrie. In the form of a. Damn cricket. You're so pressed over this cricket. Listen, I got the basement cleaned up. I got my desk cleaned up. I got the setup going. I cricket don't give a shit. It doesn't. <laughs> and it's not like I can find the son of a bitch here. What, what was the name of that exterminator show? There was an exterminator show the night you gave birth to Charlie. <laughs> Billy the Exterminator. It was on A&E. What does it have to do with me giving birth? I was watching A&E. Watch Dirty Jobs. Saw him uh, give birth to a, or saw him cut open a cow, pull the calf out, cauterize it, slap the cow in the ass. It goes about its way. Yep, yep. Thought that's what your C-section would mostly be like. It was, literally that. But then Billy the Exterminator came on. What's that show? Uh, it, uh, oh, I don't I know. Mean, it's a it's a deep dive into the world of insects. It's Billy the it's some dude that's an exterminator. So he basically each week gets, he would go to some radical case of bugs or mice or go get a snake or something like that. Uh, he had this wild, goofy personality. I don't know where where was it set in. I don't remember. I feel like it's Louisiana. I don't know why. <laughs> Could be somewhere in the south. that wouldn't surprise me. It's pretty probably a pretty good guess. Somewhere in the south. I'm going to Google it. So you watch that? I guess that's not on anymore. I mean, I haven't watched anything on A&E in 20 years. Or at least 10. Charlie's not 20, so at least 10 years. <laughs> but, like, network television still, it's so weird because they have network television, and then everything has its own app or streaming service. The swampy state of Louisiana. Did you look Look at up? me, Yes. Uh huh. Oh, oh, he is kind of wild looking. Yeah, kind of looks like Theo Vaughn. <laughs> that was his shtick. It might be Theo's cousin. <laughs> really might be. That's interesting. But for those that are keeping count, it's still mid-September, which means no Halloween decorations are appropriate. It's still summer. Oh my gosh! It's not fall or autumn or any of that shit yet. You okay over there? No. Angry. I'm triggered so much so 
I need you to know that Charlie did ask when we could put the fall decorations out. October 15th. No. I get a pumpkin for Harlan's birthday. You can get a pumpkin, but we're putting fall decorations out before then. Okay. The back porch looks but like But not fall till October. Uh, you're wrong. I'll do it next weekend if I want. <laughs> yeah, because you're so... We've got all this time. Mm. So when I decided to go back to school, I thought, you know, I might have some time during the week. I can get all this stuff done. Turns out, not so much. It's been tough. So today, I buckled down. Also, I'm not a fan of, like, cumulative assignments or, like, <laughs> hey, it's August. Uh, this is due in September. It's this all this stuff. Like, that's on you. Yeah, I like studying all the way up, taking the test, rolling about. I'm better if I can, like consume all that information at the same time. So you had to like. So today I spent legit like five hours reading and studying for my test. But you passed. Not only did I pass. Listen, you got to miss a couple just so you don't think you're cheating. Uh-huh. Did you cheat? It was open books, so no. <laughs> But there's just so much, like, so much material. I was like, oh, four chapters. So it was like the Bible. It's like chapter, you know, chapter one. And then it just, all these subsections and it was weird. It's a textbook. <laughs> you just described a textbook. <laughs> and then the Bible. The Bible. Did you learn anything? What do you learn? What are you learning in sociology? I love sociology class, um, but it was a lecture. cultures. I'll learn about is this good for you? Sociology. Is it like an like a definition of or an intro to? Uh a lot of, like early foundation principles of it and stuff. Yeah. Doesn't really interest me. Really? Not really. I think it's cool. One of my favorite classes was sociolinguistics. So we talked about like the history and development of certain words and stuff and how they are created or cultures use them and I think it was pretty cool. Yeah, I probably don't I don't hope I don't have to take that class. You won't. You're not an English major. <clears throat> That's right. Because I mastered English. Oh my god. I have a mastery of it. Have you gotten your narrative back yet? No. Listen, I wrote that some bitch about twenty minutes. It probably the best thing that teacher's ever read. Oh my God. I just want a fraction of your confidence when it comes well, to Well, it's funny you say that. We talked anything. this week. I described to you how I talk to people. Generally the case, um, how would you describe it? How you talk to people? Mm-hmm. You're a dickhead. That's, that's not true. I'm very jovial and spirited. That's what I would say. But you're mean. I'm it's I'm not mean spirited. Your words would make me cry. I say those words to you all the time. I talk to you like that I all cry the time. I cry all the time. You're just so blunt and so just grumpy. But that's how you know I love you. That's not a thing. That's my love language. That's not a thing. Anyway, if I'm if I don't talk to you or if I'm not that way, if I'm professional with you, probably means I ain't trying to mess with you. Okay. I we don't, we ain't going to be friends. Are we friends? If I call you sir, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're friends, I think. <laughs> no, I just can't believe you say what you say to people sometimes. Like, 
I don't know. Like just, one of my common responses, all right, you just, to people when they say something to me that I disagree with or I am confused about, my go-to is, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, that's so forward. Gener- I, so if I if if it's somebody, if it's a new person and I feel comfortable when I do that and I get a negative response, probably ain't going to do it again. But if it elicits a smile, a laugh, a chuckle, then it's game on. I step you. on the gas pedal. Uh-huh. Insults are a coming, but I take them too. Like it come. Do you though? Yeah. Mm. Like my friend Cody got up in my ass about. I, I, so for lunch last week, mm-hmm. I got me a pack of uh, or a bag of potatoes O'Brien. Okay. And a dozen eggs. All right. I would clean my. My uh, pan every day. I'd say you're not cleaning it. Well, I was. I cleaned it, but the remnants, the eggs and such, were in the sink. <sighs> so he tried to jump my ass about it clogging up the sink. Cody, as you should, because he's last never going to hear this. Hold up. Last week, I found I don't know two cups of rice in our freaking sink after you and Charlie made hibachi, and there were 32 different pans used. For a one, whatever, what's that pan called? Walk that you needed. Literally true. dug out rice out of our sink drain, digging it out. I used the exact same number of things that you used when you made it. I'm just saying. No, no, remnants, don't go both ways you, like that. You think that every sink is a garbage disposal and you will just leave the nastiest amount of food in the sink. Instead of scraping out into the trash can. So I applaud Cody for getting up in your ass about that because that's ridiculous. Well, it fell on deaf ears, as does your <laughs> nitpicking. I do not nitpick. I thought you were so, done. Chore sheets in the trash, don't care. Who got it out of the trash and put it back up? I don't. I'm done. My expectation of you all is nothing now. What? I wouldn't say it's nothing. You, I expect like, nothing out of you all. Well, then you don't act like that. Act like what? You expect a little something. I expect nothing anymore. I'm done. Um, today I went to the gym. I came home. Abby's cleaning. I sense that urgency. The first thing I do before I do anything, I pick up a broom. Like a good husband. Proud of you. I didn't expect you to, just so you know. <laughs> so if I just went and sat down, you wouldn't have said anything? Nope, I would That's bull. I wouldn't have said anything. I told you. I'm done. Done with you two. You and Charlie are just filthy trash humans. So with all of this, when it comes to like celebrities who you may mimic or who Abby thought of, for me, I act a lot like Red Foreman. Yeah. Even to our daughter, you're just such an asshole. We had some great moments today. Still an asshole. You're just so mean and curt with everybody. Just (laughs) grumpy. I'll probably change <laughs> when I get the diagnosis I'm about to die. What that's is what, wrong with you? I oh, mean, my God. That's a horrible. You have to forgive me then. I'm dying. Nope. That, Do it now. <laughs> no, you. I mean, you can be mad at me after I'm dead, but in that time, you're going to be. You are totally screwed up. <laughs> there is something wrong with you. <laughs> you oh think? My, yeah. Big time. Big diagnosis there. I don't know if that's true. So if you're red in my kitty. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I think so. 
she's a nurse, you're a teacher. <laughs> I mean, same thing. Is that exactly the same? Uh, not exactly the same, but it's along those gender roles. I don't think I act like her, though. She's cheery. Not always. But can we talk about how that is such an underrated show? Yeah. I mean. I love that show. It's one of my favorites back when. I mean, that's when I would have watched on TV when it came on. It also, when it became, when it went into syndication, it was on all the time. Loved it. Still loved yeah, it. Yeah. Still good. Yeah. Who was your favorite character? Donna. Really? Mm-hmm. I was, see, that's mine. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Her and Eric were their their little romance. How did it end? I never know how it ended. I don't know. Did they get together? They left Wisconsin, probably. I don't know the ending of it. I'll have to watch the last season. Is it on Netflix anymore? I have no idea. I went back and started watching Shit's Creek. I was watching it the other night when I was putting in grades. Is that your comfort show? That's all I got because The Office is off. That and I can't watch. I was watching the baking show, um, like the British Bake Off. Mm-hmm. But I can't because then it makes me want to eat food. <laughs> so I just can't watch that. But I do watch Shit's Creek. Like I cackled <laughs> rewatching the first season. <laughs> David's my favorite character. He just makes me laugh. I've only watched it in the peripheral. You've like got I've to never, sit and watch it. But I mean. <laughs> It's it's not my kind of comedy, but I thought I mean, um, it is like I can tolerate some of the it. um the comebacks and the dialogue are just really funny, but it's a good one. I forgot I haven't watched it in a while. I haven't watched anything in a while, other than dun dun or whatever, baba. Yeah, Rowan calls YouTube baba now. Ugh, he was a butthole today. Yeah, I mean kids tend to be that way. Had some good good days, but he was a total butt today. You know, he doesn't he'll start his uh his little ABA stuff soon. I was thinking about that. Like it's already September. Mm-hmm. It's going by fast. In my head it was like so far away. You know, my birthday's coming up. Yeah. I get to spend my birthday celebrating somebody else's birthday. Why are you so angry about that? I'm not angry. Yeah, you bring it up a lot. I don't bring it up a lot. <laughs> I just find it very you're so giving. You're so giving. It's not coincidental. I'm so so giving. So giving. It's just so you're so kind. I'm I'm sacrificing my time to uh-huh. go spend. Look it at with, you, Mother Teresa. Really. I mean, you would think. I you got know. your time last last year. For your <laughs> yeah, I mean, birthdays come every year. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was a cap on celebrate no, birthdays. Like uh, like going out and being with everybody. You had your part partay. Is- That's true. I wouldn't miss it for the world. I just wish Seth wasn't going. <laughs> Why are you so mean? I feel like that's just a theme now. <laughs> it's a little inside joke. It's funny because I sit and I look at like how many people listen to this uh-huh. compared to how many people I know, like that I personally know that listen to this. Uh-huh. So it's lost on 97% of the people that listen to this because we don't know who they are. Right. But I know Seth listens. <laughs> I didn't mention you by name last week. No, you did not. Mm-mm. No, you did not. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's in, what, two weeks? Yep. Three weeks? Yep. I sat down and did my calendar. 
Isn't that so depressing? It is. I was getting ready to say it is so depressing but to sit down in, and like. In one sense, I want to be so organized. And on the other hand, I'm like, no. Well, we've got to get. But we are on that organizational trip. Just because, one, so many people doing so many things. Mm-hmm. Like, so much stuff going on between our jobs, school. Harlan, Charlie, just being a, a functional family of four. I'm super, super. Thanks for asking. Um, struggling with balance right now of my time. It's not working out, and that has ramped up my anxiety. Well, in my uh, like, I don't know what it is. It's just like, is there such thing as a balance? Honestly, I, I don't in that <laughs> to speak my truth, Gary, that is exactly kind of what um, you're searching I, for. I spoke about in counseling this week uh, yeah. in therapy. Oh, yeah. I went to counseling. Yeah. Started therapy. Had to keep her on a psych ward. Um, so I said something about like, am I kind of like, am I using, I get stuck in this mentality of like, am I doing like right with my time or do it, Something along those. I used the word correct or right or something like that. And she just paused. She was like, so is there a wrong way or a right way? I was like, I don't know. But either way, I feel guilty about something. <laughs> like, Which is probably the issue. But You think? I do. But I do. Like, I'll get to the end of the weekend. And the choice is my Sunday night, Monday morning anxiety is something has been not not done. So either I've neglected, if I spend the whole weekend working on school stuff. You neglected me. I'm ne- <laughs> also our children. Um, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, something, like, like if, somebody, there's an odd, something's always. So everybody's out. like, you know, teachers make the weekend about you. Okay, but I have to actually do shit. Like, <laughs> I have to grade papers and have to keep up with stuff. Well, so that's part of being a teacher. It is. You'll find out. Um. So I don't know, like that balance of that, and there's just things I want to work on. Deck on it, I want to, you know, work Dead on myself. Gummit. I want to, you know, sit outside and. I'm torn between the the idea of like a healthy balance, and the like. There is no balance. Do it anyway. Like make it all happen. Are you saying like just get up and do? Don't think, uh, just do. Like, go until everything's done, and then whatever time's left over is yours. Gotcha. So screw like any of your own personal time. That's um, how I've been operating. Yeah, like you. Like, Super not healthy. I don't know. According to my sociologist. <laughs> Let me quote uh, Emil Dershowitz here, or whatever his name was. <laughs> I'm so sure that was his name. I think it was. So it was I'm, a meal something. So, yeah. Like, sucks. <laughs> but as anybody listening here, you've got your own things you're going through, right? Mm-hmm. So when you hear us, hopefully we normalize it being fucked up a little bit. Oh, yeah. Like, and you may be able to paint your perfect picture on social media. Also and, talked about that. Like, if everybody else would just normalize the fact that we are all really screwed up. See, I know that. I portray that. I, I tell too. people that. Like, and I've, then you call me a dickhead. 
Okay, no, that's not what you do. You <laughs> don't portray we are all fucked up. You just call people out on their shit. I, but you, I'm willing to take it back. But you need to call yourself out on your shit. That's but what you not, don't do. Like that's I'm not, not going to sit do. and yell at myself. I like. I mean. But that's what I'm talking about. That's not about. for me and somebody else's in mixed well, company to be like, oh, well, guess what? I've done wrong. No. Own your shit and project it. That's what you need to do. But you don't. You just want to call other people out on theirs. And then if they have the balls to say something to you, you're not going to deny it, but you're going to like laugh it off like it doesn't exist. Am I that right? That doesn't sound like me. Am I right? Tell Are me. Are you counseling me right now? No, I'm just telling you that's how it is. So what What I was saying. There's Jim. Jiminy, what do you think? <laughs> nobody can hear him. I think you're. I, I think they can. I mean, I can hear him through my headphones, so. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, it just adds to the ambiance. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I was saying is like, I am very comfortable telling anybody and everybody, like, we are completely screwed up. Like, I screw up parenting every single day. You know, we I... We screw up with love, though. Yeah. <laughs> not, I mean, and I say that jokingly, but, like, we, we, we're we not malicious about... We mean? How poor parents we are. It's not out of hate. It's no. like, I hate these kids. No, 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 nothing like that. Them, like, you know, mud pies. But I wish more people would, you know, normalize the just, we're not out doing shit every weekend or having, you know, the best life or fun family memories all the time. Sometimes it's just me screaming my head off like a fucking crazy woman to get the laundry done and we need to get the Kroger order in and get all the shit done because if not, we're going to have a shit weekend or a shit week coming up, you know. Or I'm yelling because you just like to yell. I don't like to yell. I don't. When weed is legal, you're going to be the most chill person That's ever. That's not true. I'll probably find something to be paranoid about. Um, I don't know. I just I want more people to. I want everybody else to be screwed up too. No. No, I do. But I want everybody to know that it's okay. To yeah, be yeah, screwed yeah. Up. yeah, yeah. I'm fine. We're fine with it. But what I'm saying with you, no, well, I'm not sir. talking about me. I'm talking about with you know. It's okay. I own, own your that shit. I'm semi flawed. Oh my god! Just say it. <laughs> say it. Say what? That I you have flaws, not semi flawed. You don't like Ray Charles can see my flaws. <laughs> I know. But it <laughs> so doesn't matter you know. that everybody else can see them. It matters that you can I, see them. Obviously, I can see them. Oh, okay. I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> oh, you are a mess. And I love it that... Cringe moment of the week. Okay. First of all, congratulations to Willie Carver. <gasps> yes! Oh, my god! Teacher of the year. Freaking, like, the teacher. Not just the high school teacher of the year. The Kentucky teacher of the year. Right. Like, he got one of those big checks, like... Like, was somebody at his house to like slide it to him or yes so they were they he didn't know but they are outside okay so like they announced it and i guess because of like you know the proximity of where they were when they announced it and then they they show up at his house like wkyt is there some other news station is there msu has people there like reporters are at his door he had no idea i was getting the kids i had taken the day off went to the dentist we'll circle back to that um was getting the kids. Sometimes I, I come home that direction, 
because it puts Harlan on the side of the street that gets him out of the car straight to the yard, if that makes any sense, the way I park. So I came home passing Willie's house. And I'm like, oh, media frenzy in his yard. And I see Mr. Mr. Franz and Dr. Thompson, our superintendent, and all these people are out. And I'm like, well, I can't just drive by. Like, Willie knows my car. So I stop, and I get out, and I stand on the sidewalk, and I take a picture, and I send it to all of our friends. I'm like, media frenzy out at Willie's house. Unbeknownst to me, they had made a plan to meet there. I just beat them all there. So. And you didn't, you weren't included on this plan because. I wasn't at Nobody school. likes you. Oh. Shut up. I wasn't <laughs> at school that day. So um, I'm totally in sweatshirt and leggings like, you know, a good stay-at-home mom was would be. Um, you weren't even a stay-at-home mom. The kids were in school. Yeah, I was in the dentist. I had my uh, separate man. Um, that's, I so mean, that's, anyway. I park the car, leave the kids in. Harlan gets out. He's got baby Yoda and a sunroof, so he's happy until he gets, I give him my cell phone because I can see him getting a little restless and I take my cell phone in. He calls my mom and ends up, I hope to God, I don't know where WKYT was in their filming. If they were just doing like photo shots, you know, not filming Willie talking. That's called B-roll. Whatever, Mm -hmm. B-roll. Willie wasn't talking at this time and they weren't doing, they were just asking him questions. Nobody was filming him answering them. They were writing them down. And he was taking some pictures, and I'll be damned. Harlan laid on the horn like he was a New York City cab driver. And, like, everybody jumped, and I was like, that's my kid. Like, all of my, like, admin leaders were there. This time the staff was there. I was like, that's, those are my kids. I'm just glad you didn't knock it out of gear. Well, I kept telling Charlie, like, he cannot touch this. Do not let him touch this. Why didn't you just drive home and walk back? I didn't. Hindsight's always twenty twenty. It is. That would have been a great idea, but I just stopped, and Charlie was curious. She loves Willie, so she was happy to see it. And Even I text old, old Wilster. And she, she's been telling everybody, like, um, I, I cast it for the teacher. Like, okay, Charlie. <laughs> he employs me. Yeah. Okay, Charlie. I work for the teacher. I wouldn't even say I can be like, I work for the teacher. I work for the teacher. So anyway, it was a really, it was just such a sweet ambassador. moment. He, yes, I wrote ambassador and put it above his door. He's an ambassador. Like he gets to go like, like it's kind of like, like Miss Kentucky, like Miss America. He gets to go like on a tour and go to like camps and like all this crazy stuff next semester. So hope he takes good notes for when I win it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yep. 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 We're there. But yeah, they gave him like the big check. And I was like, I need you. I need Josh to film you walking into the bank with this. Like, I want to see. I'm sure they gave him like either wire transferred or. I don't know. I don't know. That that was just a ceremonial check. No, I want, I want that to be. I'd pack it everywhere. Oh, I'd go to the gym with it. Like, oh, can you hold this? You put this in the back for me. I I can't, it won't fit in my car. I want nobody to steal it. And there was like a beautiful, like, like. Like crystal looking trophy, you know. I don't know what you like. Like a plaque. Super Bowl trophy. Yeah, yeah, like a plaque. And he just walked off and left it. <laughs> and Jeanette was like, "Willie, <laughs> get your plaque." But it was funny. I like that gave me such anxiety for him. I was like watching it. No, like I could not handle someone rolling up to my house, the front of my home, just like, "Hey, like how far removed do you think he was from?" Because he got to. 
I guess it was Zoom with the governor. Yes. He was on live stream. He, and goes, he got like kind of emotional and he said, like, it's just so much easier to hear you talk about masks and COVID numbers and stuff. <laughs> but I just, oh, I was so stinking proud. I was like putting away the groceries. And uh, the kids were so sweet about it. They were so excited and, and happy for him. So he's amazing. He's my mentor, my role model. So Abby stayed home playing hooky. <laughs> now, let me give you some backstory on this. Growing up, both of us attended the dentist regularly. Mm-hmm. Went like clockwork, got all the required work done. We got on our own. And something in our heads must have said, you know, well, fuck our teeth. I just always thought it was too expensive. I didn't under, number one, it was the piece of adulting. This is very shameful for me. So to talk about this is hard um, because I am very ashamed of it. Like I took really, like I do take care of my teeth. Like I'm a regular brusher. I use a good toothbrush and, you know, I'm very serious about it. But there's just like without cleanings and stuff, your teeth can get really fucked up. So... I've never had a teeth clean in my life. You've never had a tooth. You never had your teeth cleaned. No. Look at these pearly whites. <laughs> Shit. Um. So it seemed like something so far-reaching in our ability to budget that I thought like I could just skip it. Like unless I had a tooth problem, I didn't need it. Cut to our kids, and we had to like start taking them, and I was like. And we had dental insurance, which was just crap, honestly. Oh, I mean, it's like a it's, it's better than nothing, but it is like I, I've spent more money this year on Charlie's teeth uh-huh. than my teeth and your teeth are our, our yeah. whole married life. Yeah, it's and I don't know that we'll spend that much money. I mean, obviously, she got braces, she had oral surgery. Yes, um, <sighs> you know, I had when I had my wisdom teeth cut out, and I've had a couple extractions. Mm-hmm. I didn't opt for the route that you're going. Which I guess I'm torn on, so I have to have a root canal. Did you get your penicillin? No, they closed. Um, I, tomorrow. I have an infection. I have to get penicillin. So every time they told me that, I'd be like, uh, pull it. I'm like, you sure? Like, yep. I don't know. Like, she just said, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pull it. And she said it so seriously. She was like, you really do use that tooth? Like, I use all of them. Listen, I've seen... Here. Toothless people eat steak, so it's not. So, do you think I should just get it pulled? Not no, I think you should save it. Okay, I'm all for that. Okay. I wouldn't do it just because I am such a pussy when it comes to the <laughs> dentist. True story. <laughs> I go to the dentist the, for the first in my adult life on my own. I go to the dentist because I have a raging toothache. It was bad. Um, uh, didn't even know what dentist to go to. I just found the first dentist, called him. They got me in. So I go, and they're like, well, you know, you've got um, infection here and here. Your roots are gone. We can do a root canal and cap it. I was like, we'll just pull it. They're like, well, we can't tell which tooth it is. We'll have to pull two of them. I said, I don't care. <laughs> pull them all. Oh my and so it was that immediate, like, I'm, I'm that instant gratification guy. Yeah. Like, pull them. I felt better immediately. Yeah. That's all I care about. I just, I don't know. I, I did learn, like, I have a tooth that is, it's so embarrassing. Because you lost a tooth when you were pregnant with Harlan. Yes. Turns out. Turns out that was a baby tooth all along. Because the other one's starting to do what the, this one's doing. It's discolored. And there's no root. Like, the roots aren't there. 
So these teeth were never meant to be in my head, like forever. So I am just missing the other teeth that should come in. Well, that made my, like, K, you call these, like, canines, I guess? Are they incisors? I don't know what they are. Whatever these are. The sharp Nobody ones. can see you. The sharp teeth yeah. that you have? You look a little vampirish. I do. They, they are in the wrong spot. In fact, fun story. Um, this one gets my friend Haley tickled all the time. I used to work at ADUC, and um, that's the student center in Moorhead, and I would work of all times Saturday nights. Moorhead is what you would call a suitcase college. People went home on Everybody the weekends. Leaves. Everybody leaves. Rarely did I deal with anything. Most of my Saturday nights, were, we had, um, there, there used to be places to stay, like rooms to stay up there, so I would check people in if they had like a speaker or something coming in to stay the weekend or something. Rarely did I see any action. I literally did homework and watched TV for hours. This one guy was there that night and was like lingering through the, in ADUC watching TV. It's a student, like he could stay yeah. as late as we were open to like 11. And he kept like coming up. He like borrowed the phone book, came back up and he was like staring. I'm like, Jesus, this is creepy. Then finally he's like, I just have one question. I was like, uh-huh. He's like, did you shave your teeth to be like that? And I was like, God. <laughs> Dang it. No, I did not. Nope. They're just natural. <sighs> like, I'm not some weird <laughs> vampire weirdo. Not if you are into vampires, it's great. I'm not You're still a weirdo. weirdo. But... I'm just saying that's not my, that's not my kink. I'm not, not into vampires. <laughs> so, like, God. So, yeah, mine came in. And that's why I never, like, Charlie has to have braces because hers came in. Like, Same way. But over top of her mouth. Mine yeah, came hers in, actually came in. Mine came in and went completely straight. Because this I fucking did. cricket. Is it bothering I'm going to burn this whole basement down. <laughs> You're so bad. I totally haven't noticed it. It is not even in my All brain. Right. I love it. If I you're listening it. and you can hear the cricket. Please let Gary know. Tell me I'm right. Don't judge us. Are you going to be okay? Yeah. Can you finish through? Do I'm we need a pause? Power th- I'm going to power through. So proud of you, babe. Just making it through. But anyway, I am like. So like you're a, getting a root canal. You have to get a bridge to to fix this effed up tooth. It's not there. I mean, it's not to fix it. It's just to replace it. Right. That's down the road. I got a lot of yeah. to do with. I'm dealing with like special cleanings. Yeah, some periodontal clean. They did half of it. Listen. <laughs> they did first of all, that shit's like, expensive. It's <laughs> like I didn't know when when you said there's like four. I was like. I did not expect them to literally just do half of your mouth. They did. They, I was like, said, what the fuck? Y'all charged by the halves? Yes. God damn, said, what the hell we is this? Could do, your insurance will allow you to break it up. And I was like, Gary, I could do all of it for this amount, or I could do half of it for this amount. He goes, let's do half. They did half. So the, that's like so fucking crazy. I go back in a couple of weeks to get there. So I'm also getting that done again. It didn't hurt that bad. It's just a really intense... And I do not like the taste of like whatever's in my mouth. Ma- Fluoride? Is that what they no, I don't know. I don't know what's in there. And she does like a little uh, like just topical numbing stuff that's supposed to, it has like a banana smell to it. But by the time like she's got the latex in your mouth and stuff, it's just nah, not my favorite. But what's crazy to me mm. as no, two sorry. adult professionals right Mm -hmm. that would be us (laughs) i mean we've both spent 
I've spent two decades at my job. You've spent almost two decades at your mm-hmm. job. It's not like we make minimum wage, right? So if we, if we just laid our, our net income monthly down and you saw it, you'd be like, holy shit, mm-hmm. you make a lot of money. And then that's where adulting comes in. I'm tired of it's it. It's like, you know, when we look at our, we were looking at our expenses, we're like, gosh, damn. Um, and, and we're not coming off of a place like I don't have a bunch of student debt. No. Like I don't, I've heard people and their student debt and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I don't have that. We don't have. We only now. have one car payment. Yeah. We don't have mounds of credit card debt. No. But we do have those nagging, recurring, need to have bills. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to do. Like we ha- we're going to this week sit down and. Yeah. I've already re- started preparing it. Refocus. Gary's getting the reports to me. Getting the reports done. And listen, I'm sure when you, in a couple of the YouTube videos I've watched, mm-hmm. which I'm basically an accountant now too, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, I'm sure. But keep in mind, uh, like, we went into this on our own. Like, we weren't going into this with, like, someone giving us a house or a car or anything. Like Went into what? marriage together oh. <laughs> finances yeah you know what i'm saying yeah like and I, and we've been super blessed like we have these bills coming up right mm-hmm. turns out and this is where you know my church Jeez. the foundations of my church you know, all praise be to he please <laughs> but like we've got this stuff coming up and you know in past times, we would be like, oh, my God, just we've got $17 less this a week, you know. God. So we've got these things coming up. And I'm, I'm breaking down, you know, our expenses, our income. Turns out an unexpected 1500 comes our way. I, literally, it's like just we, because I'm going to school. It's, it's not like a loan. It's not anything. It's like here's some cash. Rolled the dice and landed on chance, baby. Yeah, that's right. Community chest, baby. Community chest. God, it's so frustrating. Like, it is until it isn't. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like, I mean, now, granted, I think a lot of frivolous, oh, God, frivolous ways to spend $1,500. Right. Like, I can make it disappear today, right now. Oh, yeah. We've been known. We've been known. What do you mean we've been known? We've been known to do some stupid shit with our money. But I you, sold my car so we go to Vegas. and we paid for a trip to Vegas that we had no business going on. That was fun. We were yeah. we were like 23 years old. <laughs> you were going to sell that car anyway. I love that damn car. Really? I do. I miss it. It's so little. If you think about it now, like imagine putting kids in the back of that little Subaru. It's the same damn size of what I drive oh, now. Not. Oh, so similar. I bet you it's nowhere close. Anyway. Bet. I don't know where I was going with that. You said in my YouTube videos, but... Yeah, I'm almost an accountant. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what else. Like, I know we could like not eat out. Let's not eat out. But other than that, like, and, and what else? What else are we going to cut back on? I, I just, obviously it's not like paste. <laughs> I got actually I have plenty of that for my yeah. couponing at tar, uh, the dollar store. Like, I'm not somebody who goes out and shops you know, crazy and buys crazy shit and clothes or anything like that. 
Um, yeah. I will occasionally buy a clearance plant if I'm being wild. Occasionally. Okay. Those plants were 75% off. Those were beautiful house plants. You cannot, like, that was $70 worth of plants that I got for 20 That's <laughs> I'm not, I'm just saying. Just of all the things to spend money on, plants are not in my It makes my wheelhouse. classroom happy. But <sighs> 20 bucks, guys. Like that, and that's what I'm talking about. Like, I don't get it. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Is that crack cocaine addiction? That's it. That was it. I don't know. We'll figure it out someday, maybe. Or we won't. It won't matter. We're all going to die. Can't take it with you, Mike Manley. Our, that's true. Told us that. Our good friend, Philip Smith, while Googling. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> First of all, comes across like he's going to have to be, he's already a deacon in my church. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't even, what's a deacon do? They're part of the uh, leadership team. Gotcha. Are you going to go traditional leadership team? Um, There probably won't be much traditional in this uh, house of worship. I'm reading... You need to read Accidental Saints, Nadia Boltzweber. She started her own, and she just kept it. like She called it like her her church was the All Saints Church, and they just kind of set up like AA. The Many Saints of New York? No, this was in of Denver. Newark. In Denver. Oh, that's the... Um, that's all, the center, it's all Sinners and Saints was her uh, church. Um, so they just kind of set up like AA and just hung out. And uh, at first they were just meeting monthly because they couldn't get together there was no place to meet and then they start meeting weekly but it's very there's no deacons or anything like that it's well there will be in all right anyway so so he's googling comes across uh a gary thomas who performed an exorcism then comes across gary thomas that's like the religious author who spoiler alert abby and i have gary thomas's devotional we so back in the day on Twitter, I don't know what else I was doing, but I came across um, Gary a Gary Thomas marriage tweet, and I sent it to Gary, and um, like, hey, did you write this? <laughs> and so then I started kind of following him and reading his blog a little bit. Um, so yeah, three three four years ago. So Gary bought. Started out as a joke, and then it was like, hey. Yeah, it's kind of serious. <laughs> kind of serious. So we bought the devotional book, and we were reading it together. Like, sit out loud, read it that's, out loud. That's and, the purpose uh, of it. Some people read, like, silently together, Gary. <laughs> like, like, like you I'll look read over my shoulder? No, like, ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would read the chapter <laughs> and then pass it to you, like, the next day, and then we'd come back and talk about it or whatever, you know, like, book club style. That I don't, what book club are you talking about? I don't. This all seems weird. What are you talking about? That doesn't seem like book club style. Like, like everybody has a copy of the book and you all read it separately. Then you come together. Like book clubs don't come together and everybody read a chapter out loud together. I got you. Anyway, where are we going with this? <laughs> Gary Thomas. Oh, just the just the parallels that I have on. Okay, even with my namesakes. I don't know about you. All right. All right, what? Abrupt transition. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for warning me. Uh, how do you feel about haunted houses? No. Like, you say no because... 
If anybody touches me, I will throw punches. Well, it's in the era of COVID, so I don't think anybody's going to touch you. I don't care. I'll, t- I'll punch him. Um, not a fan. Um, You're not I, a fan of, like, the frat, no. everybody's drunk out there, buck wild. Like, did those. Very did reckless. Did that shit in high school. Did that shit in high school. Did that shit in college. When, like, I think I was at one, either a trail and somebody was chasing us with the chainsaw, and I thought, "How drunk is this dude with the chainsaw? Who knows if the the, the if there's chain, a chain on, on it, it or, or not. not? Either way, prob's not very safe. So, and they're not, you know, they're not practicing the like, let's not grab anybody. You know, it's just like how it was also the late nineties, early two thousands. Right, right. So the world was different back it was then for you younger different. listeners. So, um. Not a fan. I, however, have an obsession with watching videos of people going through haunted houses. I just did that very thing. It delights me to my soul. I love it so much. Um, But I'm not a fan. I got really sick in just the house of, like the little haunted house of mirrors. You got scared. You were freaked out in that crazy mirror house in the That's what I'm talking about. Because I couldn't, it's, it's all a... Charlie's a toddler, like little. It's an inter entrance thing with me in the in the haunted house for it to work. They have to guide. Same thing with caves, that you have to go down a specific trail and you're kind of stuck. There's, yeah, there's a that's a pattern there. Right. So I don't like that, like being confined to this space and the entrance and exits kind of confusing, and you can only go one direction. And if there's a crowd of people and you're in a line inside a room that gives me so much anxiety so the haunted house has that that feel too but i would uh i don't know i just i don't know when you show me the like the haunted house stuff at universal it doesn't scare me that much that's so i think difference in like an impromptu local Haunted house as compared to like a very organized, such as that event. Like the, I'm a sucker for like storytelling. Like even when I ride roller coasters, like the story of the roller coaster to get (laughs) the theming, you know? Yeah. And, and as you know, I'm a huge fan of Universal Studios. Shocking. I I would take that 1500 and go there. Mm -hmm. But so it's, it's Halloween Horror Nights started September 3rd. Time out. Are you in all of your righteousness about Halloween being too early? Are you not pissed that you're ever for sacred Universal Studios and their celebration? That's a business decision. Oh, okay. Okay. Like the, the, it's been sold out every week. So that's okay. So not I, it's very inclusive because, because people would miss out if they only had it. Oh, so what if people feel like they're going to miss out if they don't start celebrating fall now? Ass. That's uh, apples oh. to oranges. Nope. I got you there. <laughs> you did get me. I, I, I could argue that it's purely a capitalistic venture. As is people getting their fall shit out now. But really, they're making money off that. They're not making money off it, but somebody Walmart is. All right, continue <laughs> on. Halloween but horrors. But like, so this year they have a Beetlejuice house. That's cool. And when they use like the intellectual properties of like Beetle, like this year it's Beetlejuice, Texas Chainsaw you Massacre. You say it again, he's going to show up. And the Haunting of Hill House. Mm, first one has to be the first one. 
the the second one's not called the Haunting of Hill House. What is it called? The Haunting of the Bly Manor. Oh, I don't like it. It's that it was British. No, it wasn't. No, I don't know. I watched it with Charlie, kind of. It was, I too, I, it, it was too much. Yeah. Anyway, the Haunting of Hill House. If you've not seen it on Netflix, it's amazing. Fire. It's not scary. It's oh, like a. Oh, it's scary. I mean, it's like a. Suspense thriller. It's not like gore. You got like some. See, I don't think gore is scary. I think that jumping out shit is scary. Like the bit neck lady. Yeah. Yeah. But so they. Uh, it's that story as the as you progress through the mm-hmm. through these houses and then so, they had their own creative ones that they did. And so I watched all of them. I watched them. I go through all ten of them. Were they scary? Um. Just in the people pop out at you. The thing, it's COVID, right? Yeah. So everybody's behind plexiglass. So That's nothing's really popping out. I mean, it's popping out, but it's not like getting close to you. I want it close to me. Um, so I, I think you. Yeah. All right, let's go. <laughs> we'll drive this time. Okay. Save some money. See, look at us. Already being economical. It's <laughs> not economical. We're not going to that. <laughs> I, I don't know that I would. I like watching people go through it like you do. Do you like haunted houses? Have you been through one? What's yeah. the last one you went through? Probably Camp, two thousand Camden Park, eighth grade. <laughs> smoochy, smoochy. <laughs> no, uh, Rodburn. I think we. I don't Did know. you go to that with me? I went to one at Rodburn. Were you with me? Uh, no, I was with Lacey Lewis. Okay, I went with basketball. We took basketball recruits. Yeah, I went with Lacey Lewis. <laughs> like of all things. You want to come to Morehead State? Let's go to a haunted house at Rodburn. There's going to be some drunk guys there chasing you. It's totally fine. <laughs> I think those kids end up staying, though. <laughs> um, yeah, Charlie went to one two years ago. Yeah, right. When it was when this, that building's completely gone now. Yeah, the, it's just the, an empty lot now. Yeah, the jail. Uh, the folks at the jail would put one on. I think that's who did it. The police station, the jail. I don't know. Somebody. I remember we had one in our elementary school around the stage and it was if you could imagine an elementary school stage <laughs> and what the backstage area literally from one side to the other and around it is that's what it consisted of i think we could do a pretty good one here roseanne used to do one at her house all the time i used to like that the halloween episode on halloween Disney. parties love a good halloween party i like dressing up see that i always thought it was a good chance for the for like I'm not, I wouldn't go to like a theme party other than a Halloween party. I love, I love it. I'm for it. I want to, I would love to host a Halloween party and have, I love Halloween here. I would like to make it a bigger deal at our house because we have, as Charlie says, you can trick or treat with strangers. Mm -hmm. She loves that. Mm -hmm. We just, she's a little too old to trick or treat now. Yeah. Right. And I think Harlan, I think Harlan can do it this year. Oh, He'll be all about it. Absolutely. You can even say trick or treat. Yeah, and I think he would love it. Um, we can go up and down two streets and be done, and it's a good night. And you be, know, yeah, and be stacked. Yeah, and have fun. But I, I just hate that we do it on a school night. Like I want to have a fun night with it. Like they I want to announce what this year. I mean, it's I don't still, know. It's, I'm sure I mean, we're having fucking core day, so we're gonna. Have no, Halloween. I mean I know we're gonna have Halloween, oh. but I just I loved like if it's on a Friday night because Halloween's on a Sunday this year. See, like, it's trick-or-treat on Saturday. That would be awesome. Awesome. So. Or trick-or-treat on Friday night 
adult party Saturday. Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's have a Halloween party. All right. To our... Our groups. We'll put that out. Manifest it. I think we have a great location for trick-or-treating. Come to our house. <laughs> Your kids can trick-or-treat. I don't want their kids here. I oh, mean, no, sorry. that we're two separate nights. Are we going to dress up? You want to dress up? I'll dress up. What's our costume this year? What do you want to do? <sighs> I don't know. How about Jane Silent Bob. <laughs> Who would I be? Be Jay. Okay, I could do it. Just trench coats. Wear your hair down. I could do it. It's done. I think. Um, do you ever feel old, like when you're recommending movies? Like I was recommending. Clerks and Clerks Two. Granted, they're you were recommending this to someone else. Yeah, no, they're like I've never heard of it. I was I'm, like, we mean you've never heard of I, it. I I work with such smart people. I'm terrified to recommend my movies to them. Why? <laughs> because I would recommend like Clerks and Clerks Two, and I feel like they, which are funny. Like, I know, but I feel like they probably watch like intellectual stuff. <laughs> no, those movies suck. Like, oh, the, I know it took. An hour and ten minutes to really get into it, but that last ten minutes really just <laughs> wrapped it all together with a bad fuck know. that. I ain't trying to I don't watch know. that shit. I don't know. I'm always so intimidated to share anything uh, music-wise, movie, books that I read just because I... You just got to do it. You got to put yourself out there. <laughs> I just don't. I'm Let that perfectly happy being my own little weird self. Yeah. The dentist was like, what do you read? Not the dentist, but whoever's working on my mouth. It's like, what do you read? And I'm like... I'm reading something by a preacher, Accidental Saints, and I'm also reading The Body Keeps the Score. It's about, like, you know, post-traumatic stress syndrome, <laughs> stress disorder. Wow. I know. No like, wonder your teeth I, are falling out of your head. I don't want to be like, I don't Bring read. that up in therapy, too? No. <laughs> like, maybe you should read something happy. I, do, I just don't. But I am. I did finally. Charlie and I are both reading a. I'm reading it on my phone. She's got a hard copy of it. It was a historical fiction YA book recommended. Um, it's a fantasy. Harry Potter. No, it's it's called Ring Shout, and these three. Oh yeah, um, I've never heard of that. It, it's it got Ring uh, Shout. Ring Shout. So it's these three female black characters in the 1920s, and they are they all have some sort of supernatural power. They're hunting Nazis. Uh, not Nazis, Ku Klux Klan members, but there's oh. a thing called a Ku Klux. It takes like this fantasy approach that some of the um, uh, people from history were actually warlocks, and they were summoned, and they summoned. So it was like Inglorious Bastards, but kind of KKK. Yeah, so they they have summoned in these monster. They they can tell which. This members. sounds so stupid. It, it's it's written in a way that like as a YA book, it's. It's good. It sounds like the female version of the Ghostbusters, which I want no, <laughs> no part of. It's not, but these monsters, like, they can tell who the monsters are by, like... Their aura. No, they can they can leave a trap and figure them out, and then... So, like, Scooby-Doo. Okay, no. no then then no. this book sucks. You, you Either you're given a horrible description of it. A, that's what I'm doing. But one of the members has, like, a sword, and then she can, like... A sword. That's how she kills people. Was with her sword and 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 she is very like kill bill, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then the woman who like they all were like summoned to. I really didn't want a whole synopsis. Of this book. Sorry, <laughs> I she said speaks, something happy, and you're on. like, "Oh, I'm reading this why <laughs> That that doesn't it's fit fiction. the profile. It's fiction, though. I said happy. I don't know what happy is. Like I can't I read don't know. something. I'm the, only happy when it rains. <laughs> 
I am watching. I did watch by myself. Yeah. Fear Street. Charlie watched that. Yeah. There's um, three of them, right? I started watching the first one. I can't believe she fucking watched it. Well. It's kind of a lot. I bad. Mean, it's, it's It's gory. Oh. But it is kind of, it's kind of lame. It's kind of like cheesy. Like they're like the bloods, the the monsters and creatures are, you know, they smell the blood of so-and-so on your feet. Again, that's probably a horrible <laughs> synopsis of what you watch. <laughs> For someone who like deals with words, yeah, you're I suck loss. at summaries. Um, Abby is sometimes, she's telling me a story and I'm like, <laughs> just spit it out, lady. Just Just get to the end of it. I'm a better writer than I am a speaker. I know that about myself, and that's okay. What, so it's nine eleven. Today is nine eleven. Today is yes. And I don't think any celebration or remembrance of us would do it justice. But do you remember what you were doing on nine eleven twenty did. years ago? I, I remember too because you called me. I did. I got scared and called you. I was worried. You got scared. I was. That made a trip to New York? No, I just didn't know what was happening in the world. It was such a hard couple memories from that. Um, you were in class. I was in class, and the professor was late, and, and he was never late. Um, Dr. Jurdy was never late. It was geology. And he said, God, I mean, total sign of the times. He had printed out a picture off of Yahoo News, and it was about the size of, like, a wallet picture. And he said, I don't know what this means, but a plane just hit the World Trade Center. And let me be full full disclosure here. Sophomore year, Abby didn't even know what World Trade Center meant. And I, I know that sounds so pathetic and sad, but I didn't. I so. remember the first bombing at the World Trade Center. Because I'd stayed up late. I was watching Nightline with Sam Donaldson okay. on ABC God. with my dad. And they were showing, I was like, but all that. So <clears throat> I get out of class and I'm going, I had to work after that. And I got, was going to my job at ADUC and I couldn't even like get in because so many, we had a small TV. There was a big TV that people watched and there was a small TV in Darren's office and there were so many people gathered around that little TV and the big TV out there that I couldn't even get in. And he was like, don't worry about it. Like, don't like just. And so I walked to my next class. Like I walk into Combs, <laughs> don't no cell phone. And I call Gary off of the, we said random phones on the wall mm-hmm. and you'd worked. So you were asleep and I woke you I was up asleep. and I was like, Hey, do you watch the news? I don't know what's happening. I need you to explain what happen- is happening to me right now because I don't understand. And I thought I was watching Independence Day. Honestly, that was my, I was like, I've seen this movie. And so I was like, but nobody really knew what had happened. And I still hadn't really wrapped my head around it because I hadn't been <clears throat> near a TV. Um, I got down to the gym for practice. We We circled up, we prayed together, and coach was like, go home. Just go home. I, you know. Do you remember they, like, cable television shut down mostly other than the news channels. Yeah. Like, MTV ran an American flag for like a week. Yeah. So, I remember sitting in line at Super America because I thought I was supposed to get gas. Yeah, and everybody's like, gas is going to go to $100 a gallon. Right. It was such a wild time. and I felt bad because I was home. I was in my hometown. And I could get to my people, and my teammates couldn't. I felt so right. guilty for that. Yeah, because there were no, 
Do you remember no. where I, do you remember where I went? No. I came to you. I came out to your house and we set up on the hill. And I just said, I don't get what's happening. And I think I end up finally falling asleep. And uh, I still have something that you wrote me from that day. So I went to work that night. Mm -hmm. And I remember, like, working in law enforcement, there's always, something's always going on, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it be serious or minor or whatever. And I just remember it was deathly silent, like Mm -hmm. solemn. But at the time, what I remember the most is immediately after all this happened, no fly zones, no air traffic whatsoever. Right. Like, planes were grounded for like a week. Mm -hmm. And my sole job for like the next three nights, I was working midnight shift. Mm -hmm. People would call and say, I think I saw a plane. And I would have to call the FAA and be like, hey. And sometimes it was military planes. Sometimes it was nothing right i didn't know that but yeah so that was but it was and it's crazy because like my family suffered loss mm-hmm. and like i just read jason ellis posted a story from the louisville Courier journal about ed's sister that she wrote like she went to his like his grave is right behind my grandparents yep. house yep. like literally up on the hill You're, there yep. like my dad's buried in the same cemetery so, to like, I just remember thinking, like, I just, like, I just saw him, mm-hmm. you know, like, and I mean, it was just, it was so surreal, and I was like, ah, that can't be right. And then, like, two weeks later, finally, they got to have the funeral. Yeah. And it was at Aduck, and I was like, what in the fuck yeah. is going on? Yeah. Funny story. Not funny at all. Last time I saw my cousin Colin. Yep, I, re- I distinctly remember. I can see where Colin sat yep. in my head because we were sitting behind him, and he was there with his family. And yeah, crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, probably a sign that I, sh- I shouldn't, have, <laughs> shouldn't have joined the military. I'm hoping that. Charlie does go on her DC trip and I hope that she does get to see the Pentagon more. That is probably, it is one of the most symbolic memorials I've ever been to the way that they have arranged it. Um, the benches come out out of the ground and the ones that are facing like that come out of the ground toward like the parking lot ish are the, are of the people that were in the Pentagon and the ones going the other direction. They almost look like plain wings. Yeah. Going toward the Pentagon, we're in the plane. You brought me an etching of his uh-huh. name, and they um they go in order of age, and so the year that I went, the kids I were with were would have been the little the the youngest child on the plane would have been their age, Ooh, and so we that's stopped, crazy. Yeah. And so um I t- I took the kids over to Edwards bench, and it's coming out, and it's kind of in the middle of everything. The crazy part of all that. Is like he wasn't even supposed to be there. Yeah. Like that's the top. Like I, my memories of him. Like we rode football games together. Uh, I went and watched him play football. Mm-hmm. Like he was uh, in Demolay, which was like this. I don't know if it was like a Masons thing for for kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just remember they they had a breakfast every year. And it was pretty bomb. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I remember uh, talking about this. But and he was, we had a 
family reunion on Labor Day. Mm-hmm. And I think it was the last one I ever been, went to. Yeah. But he was there, and then I, he was going to D.C. He'd been in Hawaii. Like, who would want to leave Hawaii? Right. You know, goes to work at the Pentagon. He's helping his boss move in. The plane hits. They're in the same room. He dies. She lives. That's crazy. crazy. And then she spoke at his funeral. And it was yeah, crazy. Is. Fucking crazy shit. That is. It's such a, it's such a, I don't know. And it's, and I usually read a, uh, I usually read the president's speech that he gave that night as one of my first rhetorical analysis pieces. And I wasn't there a certain, like, I'm a little behind, so I didn't make it to that piece yet. Yeah. But um, it's getting harder to read with kids because the context, They're so far removed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been 20 years. Yeah. That's crazy. So that's it is interesting in that they just don't, don't know. And, and, you know, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I have some righteous ability to like do this because I remember when people would present things, you know, on Vietnam, Vietnam or, you know, World War II, World like War II. D-Day and stuff like right, that. D-Day. I was going to say D-Day. And I didn't have that context and connection to yeah. it. No, not because I was disrespectful, just because I didn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It's one of those like rarities in life that right. probably each generation has their thing. Right. You know, you got Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor was another one yeah. I was thinking of. And then you've got 9-11. And, uh, and know, I remember like teachers discussing and I was just like, I'm trying. I'm, and it's so hard because also their brains and, and our brains at that age like the ability to grasp onto that abstract nature of what was happening yeah. is so difficult. It's so hard. And what they want to grasp onto is just, you know, they don't have the frame of reference. They weren't there. They don't know what that's like. And, you know, you try to give them bits and pieces of it. But, like, I never fault kids for, like, I can't yeah, like these, it's, like, it's weird. People these days don't even know that. I'm like, no, <laughs> but because they don't. Like, they just don't have that frame of reference. Like, don't shame them for that. Yeah. So. It's a, like I said, it's like a generational thing. Yeah. So, yeah, and I, I don't know. I saw, you know, there's a lot of people posting for it today and stuff. And I think the intent is to. To make sure those memories and moments are kept alive and those stories are kept alive, but um, which I value, I value like having a common narrative going. But I do love the the concept of remember September twelfth to the the way that we all like everybody loved each other. The feeling of that, yeah, yeah, that's pretty far removed from that these days. Yeah, like we need to. <clears throat> but I tell you what, good things come back around. Okay. Oh God. What? Uh, Metallica's Black Album, uh-huh. one of the most, like, has one of the top albums of all time, right? Like, if you, Inner Sandman. Uh, when did it come out? Because I remember listening to Inner Sandman. Like in the 80s. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, often. How is that so relevant? Redone. Really? Yeah. So, as part of a tribute album, and I think it all goes to charity. I was watching a video on it today, but you mentioned this. Uh Two unlikely, uh, a pair that we would probably never know came together to redo Nothing Else Matters. And those people are Elton John and Miley Cyrus. 
I like mine. Have you heard it? I've not heard, I've not it. heard it either. Sure, we're here to hear it first. Okay. I love Elton John. I was a bit, yeah. my mom listened to Elton John. I listened to Elton John when I was a child. I love Daniel. God, great song. So I was listening to Elton John talk about people always asking about Eminem mm-hmm. and like how he helped Eminem kind of shed that, you know, um, just how derogatory and, and anti-gay he was and all mm-hmm. that and just in the, the shit he said and then they came together and did stan mm-hmm. and um elton, John's elton john stan. did the did the piano and mm-hmm. he said i took he said i took uh he said i put the l in dido <laughs> he said to show you how non-homophobic eminem is when he got when elton john got married uh-huh. to a man uh-huh as a gift, he got him two uh, like crystal encrusted cock rings. <laughs> that was Eminem's gift to of course to it Elton was. John. Of course it was. We hope you have a fabulous week. It's always fun for me and Abby to get together for an hour or so. When literally sometimes it's the only hour of a long We've time not, we get. We have not been together today at all. No, this is it. This is it. It's been a good hour. Uh, it is. It always goes by so fast. I know. But we leave you with uh, Elton John coming in on the piano and Miley Cyrus singing uh, Nothing Else Matters. Is it, it going to have a long intro? Uh, I mean, they always do. Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.